Instead of talking about how we can hold criminals accountable, uh, we're talking about what we can do to keep them out of jail, what we can do for programming for them. And certainly there's a need for that, but there's also a need for accountability, first and foremost. And I think uh, you know, Lacrosse County residents expect uh, a level of accountability when they're victimized. Uh, and that just certainly isn't happening. I'm Jen O'Brien. And I'm Bill Fian. And this is another episode of Fact Check. 2021, a year marred by violent gun-related crimes in La Crosse County. In July, a gang-related triple homicide occurred in the town of Hamilton at the entrance to a quarry, three men shot dead. In December, there was a drive-by shooting in Holman. And more recently, a man shot and killed on the north side of La Crosse near the Verse Lounge. Now, taking us to January 11th, Wisdom News reported comments from Sheriff Jeff Wolf. Sheriff Wolf tells the La Crosse County Judicial Committee that a lot of drug-related crime occurring in the county is tied to gangs from bigger cities coming to La Crosse to find drug customers. Today's guest served in the La Crosse Police Department for over 30 years. Welcome former LCPD Assistant Police Chief Rob Abraham. Rob, thanks for joining us. Hey, thank you for having me on. I really appreciate it. So tell us, how has La Crosse changed in terms of violent crime over the course of your 30-year career in law enforcement? Yeah, you know what? Back in 1990, in the 90s, early 90s, you know, we did see sporadic um, sort of gun violence that uh, would would pop up, but certainly nothing like we've seen in the last few years. Um, you know, I retired in in June of last year, but even prior to that, uh, you know, the La Crosse Police Department was really uh, ringing the alarm bells on on the amount of gun violence and felons with guns that um, officers on the street were dealing with. Rob, it seems like the rise in drug-related crime isn't a new problem. Former Sheriff Steve Helgeson briefed the La Crosse County Board and said that if it wasn't chained or locked down, it was disappearing to support somebody's drug habit. And I also remember former Police Chief Ron Tischer saying that it was a revolving door in the La Crosse County Courts. They'd arrest him and they'd let him back out almost as soon as they as they receive them. Um, recently, you posted comments about the criminal who is accused of a drive-by shooting in Holman in which a woman was shot. And it turns out he was let out on a signature bond, even though he had previous convictions of a felony with the gun. Tell us about that case. Yeah, you know, that case uh, certainly is something that we've seen a, a familiar uh, backdrop with, and that is um, people appearing before La Crosse County judges and then walking out with a signature bond. And in this case, this particular case, um, that man was released on a signature bond for being a felon in possession of a firearm. So he had a firearm, he was arrested, uh, and then he was released by Judge Doyle on a signature bond where he then proceeded to rearm himself with a high powered rifle and, you know, fired a shot um, at uh, his girlfriend's mom. Obviously, uh, you know, the case has to go to trial. And, and but but those are are basically the, the facts laid out in the criminal case and the criminal complaint. So what, what we're seeing here is this revolving door of armed felons who get little to no bonds, signature bonds and released back out in the street within the La Crosse County system. You were telling me that there's a quite a difference in terms of how the federal government prosecutes these crimes 
and how we're prosecuting these crimes locally. Can you talk about that? Yeah, you know, we've had a, a uh, we being the La Crosse Police Department and La Crosse uh, law enforcement have a, a good relationship with the Wisconsin uh, U.S. Attorney's Office out of the Western District. And they have been amazing uh, working with and, and taking career felons off the streets of La Crosse and really have been the only people that have been aggressive in doing that. You know, for example, um, there was a gentleman who, who fired a gun uh, downtown, uh, crowded downtown late in the evening. Um, because he had been shot at by a guy earlier uh, in the week, actually had been shot. Um, so the, the guy who, who got shot and then who later tried to retaliate, we uh, approached the, the feds with that case. He was immediately detained uh, without bond, and he actually ended up going to prison. The guy who shot him, ironically, uh, earlier in the weeks, uh, he ended up getting probation in La Crosse County. So not to confuse anybody, so, so one guy uh, shoots another guy downtown. He goes to the La Crosse County Court and gets probation. The guy who kind of uh, shows up a few weeks later who had been shot and fires a shot kind of a, as a warning, he uh, didn't hit anybody, uh, went federally, and ended up being sentenced to prison. I can go on and on where armed uh, felons in La Crosse County um, through the La Crosse County system have been given probation, even after being found guilty at, at trial, uh, even after pleading guilty, um, getting probation, and sometimes as little as a $100 fine plus court costs. Uh, and it, it's just quite simply uh, appalling that that's uh, the kind of sentences that are being handed out. Well, it seems to me, uh, I think I've lived in La Crosse now for over 26 years, <laughs> And, and I just can't believe how much our community has changed in that space of time. And it certainly seems to me like there's been a big increase in, in all kinds of drug-related crime. I've spoken about this before, but it was just a year ago in August that my car was stolen out of my driveway. Uh, three other vehicles were stolen over the course of two nights on the street I live in. I live in the city of La Crosse. Uh, 14 homes were robbed. And all this is uh, related to the drug trade. And these people are not going to jail. They're not being held accountable. And, and what's really scary is now we have people who've been convicted of felonies who are not being put in jail. Uh, they're not being prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law by our judges. So what do you think we need to do from here to start to turn this around? Yeah. You know, first, I think it starts with policy and, and bad policies have bad outcomes. And when you look at um, so the, the Criminal Justice Management Council and La Crosse County uh, Board Chair who appoints uh, people to that, 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 that council has really, in my opinion, become almost a, uh, a criminal's um, support group. Instead of talking about how we can hold criminals accountable, uh, we're talking about what we can do to keep them out of jail, what we can do for programming for them. And certainly there's a need for that, but there's also a need for accountability, first and foremost. And I think uh, you know, La Crosse County residents expect uh, a level of accountability when they're victimized. Uh, and that's just certainly isn't happening. And to change that tide, we need to start voting for people who support holding criminals accountable. I, I couldn't agree with you more. And you, you mentioned the county board chairwoman, Monica Cruz, and she is the person who was behind creating the committee to form a police oversight board. And 
when some of the stories started coming out about who the people were that she appointed, um, this this very quickly got taken over by Steve Doyle, and and uh, that's been sent back to uh, a committee now. But the idea of forming this board, which initially wasn't going to have any police participation and which was going to exercise disciplinary power over law enforcement in the county, that came from Monica Cruz, I heard you say it before, as a knee-jerk reaction to the George Floyd situation. We don't have a problem with police shootings in La Crosse County. seems to me the problem is that our judges and people in our county government and the district attorney, Tim Grinke, aren't doing enough to hold these people accountable for the crimes that they commit. So I think where we need to go from here is we've got 29 county supervisors up for re-election on April 5th. Absentee ballots will be out around the middle of March. People should take the time to find out who's running for our county government and who's going to hold these people accountable in these committees to having policies that actually punish criminals. Rob, you're running for La Crosse County Board, isn't that right? That is true. Would you like to serve on the Criminal Justice Management Council and help straighten things out? You know, the reason why I am running for for uh, County Board Supervisors is because I'm just um, I'm tired of seeing you know these failed policies. I did serve uh, time on the Criminal Justice Management Council as the Assistant Police Chief. Certainly, uh, hold a different tone. I think at, uh, at that level. I would like to represent the people of La Crosse County, and in particular, District 21, um, and their feelings regarding holding people accountable for their actions. I feel that every, every single person needs to go to prison or every single person needs to go to jail, but repeat criminals uh, certainly are not being held accountable in our county, and the only way we can change that is by having different policies. Wouldn't it be fair to say that people in law enforcement in La Crosse County um, probably don't feel confident in sharing their true feelings about all this stuff. I, I, wouldn't it be fair to say that? I mean, there's a reason why Police Chief Ron Tischer left, and I, I have to believe that it was out of a sense of frustration with uh, the fact that it, they're you're arresting these people and they're being let right back out on the street. So, uh, Rob Abraham, thanks for joining us. Fact check, listeners. Be sure to check out who's running for La Crosse County government and vote for the person who's going to take a more serious approach to criminal justice. And thank you for listening to Fact Check. I'm Jen O'Brien. And I'm Bill Fian. And you can join the Fact Check conversation on the Facebook group Fact Check Wisdom with Bill Fian. And subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts.